Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. 922, you want to have a robust discussion, bring up pit bulls in Baton Rouge, seven-year-old girl, and you imagine the family losing their daughter in a horrific way. Sadie Devilla playing outside, was visiting relatives, so I guess she didn't really know the neighborhood or anything about this dog, but the 20-year-old owner, Eric Lopez, allowed the dog to roam free. He's admitted that. Now he's facing negligent homicide charges after the dog killed this 7-year-old girl. And we're asking you, is it the dog? Is it the owner? I don't want anything to do with him, I'll tell you that. But I do know that um, the owner has to be in control of the dog because if you've ever seen a Cane Corso, there's like some kind of cartoonish dog that somebody would draw with the muscles and and the look and everything else. And I saw somebody walking one of these around in a pet store, and I knew this guy was not in control of that dog. Uh, Philip in Laplace, hi, you're on WWL. Good morning. Thank you for calling. All right, how you doing, Tommy? I'm okay. Um, I, I believe it's the owner. I am a pit bull owner, and it's trained all right. Yeah, I'm disabled, and when I fall, I already have my dog trained. My puppy, actually, he's only three years old, trained to stand there and help me brace myself to get up. Uh, he's only a couple steps away from being a service dog. So, you know, I mean. No, what do you mean by that, a couple of steps away from being a service dog? Okay, I got to train him on pulling, you know, which I pretty much got him in distractions. Because he gets easily distracted. He's real friendly and loves to love on everybody. So you wait, know, so uh, you could have a pit bull as a service dog? Is that what you're telling me? As long as he meets the criteria. Wow. Well, that brings up another issue, which is, how would you feel if you were in a place of a public place and somebody came in with a service dog, which happened to be a pit bull? Now, you said you're disabled? Yeah, uh, I have bad back problems. I have mobility problems. So Walk, do you think uh, you would be, and I'm just being honest here, I'm sorry for your prop, uh, your uh, disability, but do you think you'd be able to control this dog if this dog decided to, to do. do something different? How would you do that physically? 
Well, you train them to not pull. You train them to. No, I understand that, but I'm saying if the dog, for whatever reason, wandered off the reservation or had a bad day, you would not be able to physically control this dog, would you? If, hypothetically speaking, Philip, I'm just saying, how would you do that if you're disabled? Well, dogs like a routine, okay? You're not Uh, not, bypassing everything I'm asking you. I'm saying this is a physical, powerful dog. If this dog, oh, yeah, yeah, were, yeah. if this dog were to decide to, to to go off on its own, or for whatever reason lose its stuff, you being disabled with a bad back, using this as a service dog, you would not be able to physically restrain this dog, would you? Well, yeah, yeah, you can because if you shorten the leash up to where it's really short, you just said the dog helps you get up when up. you fall, right? And now you're, you're telling you're me you'll be able, to, you're strong enough to physically restrain the dog. Yes, I can, because when I shorten his leash up, I'll pull up on it a little bit, and that gives his weight from being able to pull me on the ground, because when you lift something up, they don't have the leverage. But I guess, to be fair, if you've already fallen and the dog goes off on its own, then you're in trouble because he won't be able to help you out because he might be off somewhere else, right? Well, no, no, that that's the training. If I fall, he stops. If I tell him to stop, he stops. He listens to every command I give him because that's the way I've trained him, my wife and I. I feel you it. know, to and they're obedient. But the, uh, uh, pit bulls were originally bred to be nanny dogs to protect the kids yeah, on the farms for farmers. I know. I hear that a lot, so, but but I also hear a lot about again. And I got to tell you, and I and I'm sorry you're disabled. But you tell me that the dog helps you to stand up when you fall down, but yet you tell me that you can physically control the dog. Well, I don't know how that can be, because if you've fallen down and instead of helping you to get up, the dog loses its mind, well, what happens to the people that are around? Catherine, Abita Springs, hi, you're on WWO. Good morning. Hi, I was working at um, RNO volunteering, and I got this um, attacked by a pit bull. Somebody let him in a gate with the puppies where I was at, and he broke three of my ribs. And let me tell you, if I wouldn't have got out that gate, I wouldn't be talking to you today. So slow down a little bit. Tell me, where what were you doing? I was volunteering at R&O Animal Rescue of New Orleans, a no-kill shelter. Uh-huh. And um, so um, and my friend has a pit bull that is sweet as can be. So it, it is the owner that takes responsibility of how to treat these animals. But this was a fighting pit bull that was at the um, shelter and had no business being at the shelter at all. And I know it was a no-kill shelter, but um, it was bad. It broke three of my ribs. I was in the hospital. It hit my butt tops. And I'm telling you, if I wouldn't have kicked the dog and got out that gate, I wouldn't be talking to you. Do, you know, you. I was talking to Philip. I think it was just now, and he was talking about using a, a pit bull as a service dog. And I just think if, if you're going to do that, you better be able to physically control the dog. And and I know a cane corso is a lot bigger than a pit bull, but I, I, pit bulls can have a, a lot of strength and a lot of pull. And would you feel comfortable with somebody having a pit bull as a service dog? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. They're not made for that. They, I mean, my friend's got a pit bull that is sweet as can be, and I love her to death. But I was scared when I first walked into a house to see this dog, you know, because I've been attacked. Thank <laughs> you, Catherine. I hear you. I'm glad you called. David Mandeville, hi, you're on WWL. Good morning. Hey, first off, just let you know, uh, 
disability doesn't mean you can't do anything. I'm not for. Uh, oh wait, I never, I never. Wait, wait, hang on, so a, hang on a second. I never said it did. He told me okay. that he told. Hang on a second. Now, now, don't put words in my mouth. He told me that the dog was trained to help him get up when he fell and he was disabled with a bad back. Now, to then okay. say that okay. you'd be I'm able sorry. to then say that you'd be able to physically restrain a pit bull, I'm sorry, but that kind of contradicts itself. Right, right, right. I, I didn't, I, I didn't hear that part. All right. But uh, I definitely it, pit bulls are made to attack people it's almost there's a reason why homeowner when you have a home your homeowners ask you if you have a pit bull because some homeowners insurance will not cover you if you have one there's certain dogs that you can't have in the homeowners insurance and be covered See, lab, now I, that to me I have a lab. go ahead finish david go ahead. i have a labrador and and I can do. He can do whatever he wants. You know, there's a reason why they're not covered. Well, let me tell you. I think that is a very cogent point because when you look at insurance, it's all about risk and actuarial tables, right? If you know anybody that's an actuary, they 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 crunch the numbers. That's all they do. And I think you made a very good point, which is that if the insurance companies consider a pit bull different and distinct from other dogs. Well, I think that has to tell you something. Randy and Hammond, uh, is that where we are? Yeah. Hi, you're on WWR. Good morning. Hi, good morning. Hey. Yeah, I had an incident uh, uh, two years ago now, I guess. Uh, we were walking our – I had two Yorkies, had them on our leash, and the neighbor had a pit bull out in the front yard three-quarters of a block away. I turned and went in the opposite direction, and – they, we, I was a, more than a block away by the time I was. Uh, we were attacked, uh, and she came from over a block away and grabbed my one Yorkie and had him by the throat. And had I not, I mean, I got on top of her, and I was choking the pit bull to get her off my Yorkie. I literally almost watched the life go out of his eyes. Mm. Man, I'm so sorry that happened. Uh, he's, he's all well and good now. Uh, they wound up paying for it, uh, but um, uh, you know, I know you know my my son's fiance. They have one. I think it's more of a pit mix, sweetest dog in the world. But uh, most of them that I've seen, they've been uh, over the years. They've been bred to to fight, and they pick the meanest one and the biggest one, the meanest one and the biggest one, and it keeps going down the line, and that's where. They get the the bad rap and the and and the the situation where they're going to hurt hurt another dog or person. Thank you, Randy. I appreciate the call. You know, I, I'm getting a lot of text here, and some of you are attacking me personally. And look, I got thick skin. That doesn't matter. But attacking me personally doesn't advance your argument about whether a pit bull is a safe breed or not. I will say this: you have a responsibility, whether you own a gun, whether you own an animal to protect other people from what you have. You inherit that responsibility when you do responsibility when you decide to have a German Shepherd, when you decide to have a, a boxer, a Rottweiler, a larger dog, whatever it is, or even a smaller dog. The difference, of course, obviously, is that the larger dog is going to do a lot more damage than is the smaller dog. 
but that's your responsibility. If it's a cane corso, a mastiff, whatever dog it is, it is your responsibility to make sure that it doesn't harm anybody else. So you can't let it wander free. You got to make sure that it can't get out of your yard. And I don't see how in the world, um, if an insurance company is going to either refuse to cover you or charge you more based on actuarial data, how you could say that a pit bull would be uh, something that would be considered as a service animal. I don't know who exactly uh, regulates this or does that, but I, but I would find that hard to believe. 933-27 before 10, traffic now, WWL. It is 940, 20 till 10. We're talking about pit bulls after a seven-year-old girl in Baton Rouge was killed and the owner of the dog who, al- who allowed it to roam free is booked with negligent homicide. And some people think pit bulls are inherently bad. Others don't. I think my point is if you're going to have one, you'd better make sure that it doesn't hurt anybody else. And if it does, then you are solely and completely responsible for that, just like a gun or just like any other big dog. I, I don't care if it's a – it's look, okay, a dachshund bites you, yeah, it, you might have to you know, put a Band-Aid on it, but it's not going to kill you. And that's why I think when it comes to bigger breeds, you have to make sure that the dog knows that, and you don't hurt the dog to train it. The dog has to know that, A, you are the the alpha male, you are its boss, not the other way around, and that you can physically restrain the dog if you need to, if the dog decides to to go off. Uh, Margaret Uptown, line two. Hi, you're on WWL. Good morning. Hey, Tommy. Hey. Um, this might cause a few more, you know, angry texts to you. I'm sorry, but I oh, was I attacked by <laughs> I was attacked by some really good friends. They had a rescue half pit bull, half other mix, mm-hmm. and it had attacked their um, uh, housekeeper and their postal carrier. But they had seven children and swore that the dog was fine. Wait, it, well, after it, it attacked the house children, yeah. uh, the housekeeper and the children. They kept no, no, no. Their housekeeper and their postal carrier. After the dog attacked, that, after the dog attacked the housekeeper and the postal carrier, yeah. you're saying they were saying the dog is fine. Yes. Okay. Yes. Now they kept it in a room. They put a muzzle on it. I never actually saw the dog until I went over there at one point, and it attacked me before I could even get out of my car. They had let it loose in the yard. And before I knew it, I was rolling on the ground. It, it was biting every part of my body. I was covering my neck and my face. It was horrible. Um, but instead, and they had to put the dog down. But in lieu of a, um, a, a lawsuit, I had them donate a large sum of money to an organization that would help pay for children's reconstructive surgeries, which I needed a, a little bit of skin grafts here and there, but they went ahead and put their dog down after that. But there are a few uptown owners with pit bulls that I have seen roaming the neighborhood. It gives me PTSD every time I see them. Um, and I won't get close enough to see if they have a collar or, you know, a, a dog tag. But they are just roaming the area. And I understand that most dog owners think their dog will never attack. But when pit bulls turn and attack, it is ferocious it is life-changing for the people who have been attacked and i won't let my family near one we will not go to a house i don't care if it's a quarter mix of a pit bull when they turn it is it can be deadly 
And that family a couple of months ago, they had two young daughters killed by their own pit bull. And the, and the parents are left struggling. Well, they never, there was no warning. There was, you know, the dog was fine. We've had it since birth. You hear it all the time. But when pit bulls do turn, it is something uncontrollable. I'm sorry that happened to you, Margaret. Thanks for calling. And I'll tell you this, in your case, I don't blame the dog. I blame the owners. They, the, the, the dog had shown aggressiveness twice and bitten two people. And I was pretty ignorant of them to just let the dog go out and, and, and roam free. And, and I, I, I would have sued them because it's just not right. And, again, the dog had to be put down. Not the dog's fault. Jeff Gonzalez, line three, higher on WWL. Good morning. Hey, good morning, Tommy. How are you? I'm okay. You? I'm good. Um, I had an incident once before uh, doing some construction work in Algiers. And, um, you know, I all of my work is always outside. And, you know, I uh, had my workhorses set up behind my truck. And I had uh, laid down some uh, granite, you know, onto uh, the workhorses. Uh, to, you know, commence to cutting on it. And I had seen a pit bull, you know, roaming the area, just wandering freely. And, um, you know, I don't know if it was, you know, the sound of the saw blade cutting through the granite that triggered him, but I saw him dart from across the street underneath you know, he disappeared underneath the granite that I was cutting, and I knew he was coming right for me. So um, I had actually turned, you know, 90 degrees really quickly, and he latched onto my hip uh, where, you know, I had my uh, my cargo shorts. And, um, you know, he, he was wrangling me, you know, and I'm a big guy. I'm, you know, about 280. And, um, you know, I had a, uh, a four-foot aluminum level on the tailgate of my truck that I had grabbed. And I just, you know, unmercifully started beating the heck out of him with it. And I'd, I'd have to say I tagged him, you know, 12 to 15 times before he finally let go. Did you know who owned the dog or was it just running loose? It was just running loose in the neighborhood, you know, and uh, it's, you know, you know, could could any you know animal have, you know, been triggered, you know, by the sound of the saw? Yes. You know, I guess so. Uh, but, you know, um, it's, it's much like the other. See, again, well, there had. you go. And that's what I'm saying, Jeff. There you go. Is it the dog's fault? Or is it the person that owned this dog either got out of the yard or wasn't supervising it or it went off on its own um, that they, they should have known better? It's like a dangerous animal. You know, somebody texted in and said, I have a service lion. Trust me, it'll be okay. Or I have a, a service crocodile. And I get that. I think to me, and somebody else texted and talked about 13 different breeds of dog that is referred to as a pit bull. And I'm not trying to legislate what kind of dog you have, although certain municipalities have. I'm just saying that you need to realize that this is a dangerous animal, as are, as is any big dog. Or I guess if you wanted to keep a big cat, a lion, as a pet or whatever it is, 
and that you're responsible if something goes wrong, and, and I personally would not have it around my children. You know, I have Betsy the Boxer that I love deeply. I still hurt for Betsy the Boxer that passed in March, but had I had a three-year-old at the time or my daughter had been very, very young, I don't think I would have gotten a boxer because I wouldn't have trusted it around the dog. Not that Betsy was the sweetest dog you'd ever want to find, but something that big with the potential for doing that kind of damage, I don't think I'd have been comfortable with it. That's why we had little bitty mini dachshunds. Virginia, and, and Betsy would never harm a fly. God, I love that dog. Virginia and Hammond, how you on WWL? Good morning. Good morning. Uh, I just want to make a couple of comments yes, because ma'am. some of them have already been repeated. But uh, I'm, I live in a neighborhood where no one puts a leash on a dog when they are walking. And they're all big dogs. Now, mm-hmm. the people with the little small dogs, you know, and everything, they have leash and everything. The big dogs. No, but wait, Virginia, let me jump up. in. Let me oh. jump in for a second. Even if, and, and while we're talking about responsible pet ownership, even if you have a small dog, because when I used to walk Betsy the Boxer, these little yappers would come up, and I'm, I'm holding on for dear life, and it's not Betsy's fault, but these dogs are coming up and challenging her, and it's like, even if you have a small dog, don't let it roam free. But continue, please. Nothing should roam free like that. But this is the one, one thing, uh, because I don't call in, but I listen to you often. I love your show. Thank you. But the thing about it, I'm just going to speak this one thing is what's wrong with not only the dogs and all the things that's happening. Louisiana people do not believe in following the rules, and we don't put enough penalty on them or slap their hands hard enough. They have been doing this over and over and over, and nobody says. And then if you report somebody like that, well, if you're in a neighborhood that knows the person on the council and everything, your lights may be end up knocked out one night. I mean, it's just so much. Nobody believes in following the rules. If the rule is, hey, you walk your dog, I don't care what kind it is, it has to be on the leash. And they have places where they can go and let the dogs run wild and places like that without all in people's yards where children are playing and everything. Follow the rules. Louisiana people, if we start from the governor down, we do not have people respond the rules. Thank Thanks you, Virginia. Thank you. you. I appreciate you called, and thank you for the nice words. I will say this. I don't know if it's a Louisiana thing, but I think generally in this nation, we've and it's fun to do this. We don't take a lot of calls, but I think generally in this nation, we've gotten to want to be able to do anything we want, but we don't want the responsibility that goes along with that. Uh, I want to be able to do whatever I want. I want to be able to drive as fast as I want. Don't give me a ticket. Don't raise my insurance rates. Don't do this. Don't do that. And I think you have to realize it's only common sense. If you want complete and total freedom, you have to have responsibility. Otherwise, it's anarchy. Randall, line one. How you're on WWL? Hey, good morning, good morning Tommy. How are you? How are you dealing with the trolls? I knew they'd be out. But, no, uh, I don't care about that. You, that, know, this you, is think, an you think that bothers, you think that bothers me, Randall? It, you think that bothers me? Come on. No, oh, I know on. it doesn't, man. Right. I know it doesn't. But it's an important conversation. I appreciate it. Uh, I've got a quick story. I, I, I'm from New Orleans, but I live up close to the Baton Rouge. I went to a church in Dunham Springs for years, and I used to help keep the grounds up around there on the church campus. We had a very large parking lot. And one day I was over there doing directly across the street. And, uh... Randall, you cut now, buddy. You there? And I know you held on a long time. 
a black pit bull was on me before I knew it. He didn't attack me, but he was walking alongside of me, barking and snarling at me. And I tell you, I got scared really fast, and I just kept talking to him. I said, it's okay, boy. It's okay, boy. It's okay, boy. And I was trying to you know, make it to my car because I figured if he did attack me, I could maybe fight him off enough to get inside my car. And uh, anyway, he did. And then all of a sudden, I heard from a distance from the neighborhood across the street, somebody shout apparently his name and kind of whistle. Mm-hmm. And he sort of turned around and ran in the other direction. Wow. Thank you. I'm glad you called, Randall. I'm sorry that happened to you. I'll wrap this up with a couple of texts. Go drive down Lakeshore Drive in a weekend. They have these young boys walking pit bulls up and down the lake. The pit bulls are basically walking them. They are struggling to keep them on the leash. They walk up to somebody else with a pit bull, get the two dogs close enough that they growl and try to attack each other, and then they laugh and move on and look for the next dog. I used to ride my bike there all the time, and now I do not because of that situation. Another text says, let's be careful not to put all pit bulls in one vicious category. We have three in our family and no aggressiveness. Almost any animal that senses a threat may attack in self-defense of itself, the same as a human being that feels threatened by the way chihuahuas are or can be vicious as well. Well, first of all, I don't think that this seven-year-old girl that was playing in her yard in Baton Rouge that was killed by this pit bull roaming the neighborhood, um, that the dog has a right to defend itself against her. Are you really saying that? And the other thing is I think you're smart enough, whoever texted this in, to realize that a chihuahua nipping you is a lot different than a pit bull crushing a child's skull. I hope you can understand that difference. We'll take a break, come back, find out what Noel Norman's got planned today here on WWL. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 